0: Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Welcome back to the Healthy Family Project. I'm your host, Amanda. School is nearly out for us here, and I'm just trying to get a grip on life as we enter into the next phase of what I hope is post-COVID life. A um, couple reminders to sign up for our weekly e-newsletter. Find the link in the show notes or on healthyfamilyproject.com. We have summer content on the blog. We have new recipes, uh, summer ideas, summer cookout ideas, and summer family fun uh, for for you to check out over on HealthyFamilyProject.com. We love Instagram, so find us there. Um, Or please join, or not or, do all of these things, of course. You can join our Healthy Family Project Facebook group. I love the Facebook group. Uh, We're talking all things family and parenting over there, not just food. Truly, I think right now there's a thread about (laughs) ideas to keep the family from going nuts in the car on your summer road trip, uh, among other hot topics that are going on. So please do check that out. Um, You can ask to join just a couple uh, simple questions to answer, and then you will be admitted into the group. So uh, topic for today, in the past year, sleep has become kind of a tricky thing for me, especially and and my family. I think, you know, the stress over the past year, altered eating habits, uh, a lot of stuff leaving us feeling run down, sometimes for no reason. Of course, you know, I have um, a teen and then a soon-to-be tween uh, and the time in their life, you know, going through hormonal changes and things like that can certainly affect your sleep. So we're going to cover off on all of that today. We're going to cover off on supplements and foods that you can be eating to get uh, the vitamins you need to help you relax, to help you sleep, um, to keep you going through the day. Uh, we're going to talk about all of those things today with my friend, Jackie Vega. She has been on the podcast previously. Uh, she is a registered dietitian and author of the thewellnesssolution.com. She's the host of Busy Mom's Kitchen podcast, where I have actually been a guest and looking forward to being a guest soon, again, here in the near future. She's been on several past episodes, like I mentioned, and I really just adore her take on everything parenting and life. She does great work um, all around, but she also does the rehabilitation work with young adults dealing with substance abuse. Um, She's just really a hands down a good person And I truly enjoy her perspective. So let's get chatting with Jackie. Welcome back to the show, Jackie. I always love having you here with us. And I know in many of our episodes, we often say, well, we could do a whole podcast on this topic. And so justifiably so, you are back and I'm so excited. Uh, Today, we are talking about sleep and keeping our families and kids energized when they need to be. If you are new to the podcast, you absolutely need to go back to listen to Jackie's episode. I believe it's 58, Realistic Self-Care for Parents, and then episode 41, Developing a Positive Relationship with Food. Those are the two most recent. I feel like we had, we, we've probably had uh, two before that as well, so we'll link up to that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so welcome, Jackie. Why don't you tell listeners a little bit about you in case they are new to the podcast?
1: So yes, I am always so happy when I get those texts from you. Hey, we need to <laughs> chat again. It just it definitely brightens my day, especially during these crazy COVID days. And I look forward to that podcast when I don't have to say COVID days. <laughs> yes,
0: maybe we can do one in person since we're not that far <laughs> from each other.
1: <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, so I'm a dietitian and a personal trainer. Most importantly, a mom of two kids. Recently, uh, they each just turned 15 and 13. So I'm teaching my daughter how to drive, which really ah. freaks me out, but I'm getting through it. <laughs> um, it's a relief to know that she's gonna have many hours behind her before she actually takes that driving test next year. Um, so for years I had worked with super healthy kids, so I feel very well versed when it comes to children, but my current position is revolving around substance use disorder. And um, in that clinic that I'm at, most of my clients there are young adults, like in their 20s. So I really work with a lot of different people and definitely always focus back in on, um, you know, just helping people in general as far as how to get healthy. And a lot of times it doesn't turn out to be just food related. So, and then of course I do my podcast, which I took a long break from, and I'm getting things organized to relaunch that in a new season and a new feel in a way because of so many different things that I've seen and heard and have gone through over the year. And I'm not saying COVID related, but I'm just saying in the new light of different clients that I've worked with. So it's a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm excited to to listen. And, uh, hopefully I know we chatted, maybe be a part of a part of the fun of the new shuffle of the podcast. I -hmm. always appreciate your vast perspective, having kind of had your hands in a little bit of everything over the years, um, and always doing great things, which I think we both can relate to, um, having Mm -hmm. a passion for doing something, um, er, day in and day out that hopefully is, helping others to live that healthier balanced life um Mm -hmm. all right okay so let's jump into our topic um maybe to kick off maybe understanding (laughs) can you tell me i'll just be real direct can you tell me why my teen is always so tired no i'm just kidding (laughs) um so that's that's kind of what led me on this topic because i have a 10 year old who's kind of moving into the space and a teen who I watched over those years of like that, you know, 12, 13, 14, she's Mm -hmm. now 15. Um, I think she's coming out of it a little bit, but, but seeing them become, I hate the word sluggish, but it's almost like you watch them go through that. So what are your thoughts? I know we're going to talk on sleep in general, but is it the hormones? What's going on? I, or is it just me and my kids?
1: (laughs) Well, honestly, as I always try to let people understand, of course, there's a lot of things that I feel that I know, but I never I am never going to be the expert in anything, and especially when it comes to the health of our kids, not being a pediatrician. But I do know just through small research projects and just listening to what our pediatrician has said, um, and then for myself, you know, sleep, there there is that hormonal, craziness that that goes on. And obviously when we're dealing with those preteens into teens, hormones are changing. You know, my daughter is 15, like your oldest, and over the last couple of years it was puberty, you know, period. And things are going crazy and the body just is gonna take a long time to adjust. And like I had told you pre-recording, I feel like my daughter's getting to that point where things are balancing out to her new balance. Right. for lack of better words, because she's not needing to sleep all day like she was before. And then my 10-year-old, or not my 10-year-old, you have the 10-year-old. I, I do. <laughs> my 13-year-old, my son, he has just over the last, I don't want to say the last year because everybody's going to say, oh, it's because it's COVID. It was definitely before. So he's in seventh grade now. So definitely towards the beginning of sixth grade, I noticed that he was able, like not, I don't want to say able either. He was staying up later and not even forcefully. It was like, it's its weird. It's almost like their bodies work differently for some mm-hmm. reason. And then he was sleeping later, which was great because our middle school doesn't start until nine 30. I don't know what it's like up there in orange County, um, central Florida being in South Florida, we're in Palm beach County. Um, and that's how it is. And then, throughout this year, he has been staying up later again and this morning in particular. So it's funny that we're talking about sleep. It was quarter after nine and I had to like shake him out of bed and he just didn't want to move. So yes, he was sluggish. And that's when I will always go back and help my kids to understand that when you're not fueling your body properly the day before, and even a couple of days before, because there are some things that take a while for it to get through the body and process and go to where it needs to go or eliminate or whatever is going to go on with those nutrients. We're not going to function the right way. So when I get on them about having too much sugar, or maybe they're not getting the proper, um, you know, the right types of carbs, things aren't going to function the right way and then of course I always will go back also to how much time they're spending on their devices outside of internet or virtual school that's going on right now so outside of COVID there's still a lot that goes into that um so yeah it's crazy
0: it is and and, and I do think sorry I was just going to say I think that yeah, My mom, that's funny. My mom always <laughs> says about me, she's like, well, you always need, you were my sleeper. You always needed so much sleep. And if you didn't have your sleep, you were, you know, your eight hours, you were grumpy. And, and I even think now for me that that's true. So, and again, like, like you said, I am not an expert. This is just going off my own personal experiences when it comes to sleep is that some people need less sleep. Is that, do you agree? I do. Okay, <laughs> I,
1: I definitely do. I mean, I don't, I would say under six hours is, is probably ridiculous. We shouldn't be doing that, especially on a regular basis. Right. Yes, here and there. I understand there's things going on. You know, we were talking about what's going on at your company and mm-hmm. probably there are times that you are getting less sleep. But I think it will go back to how often, like how many days in a row. It, it's, right. There's just such a, a larger picture to it and I feel we are doing. And to back to the, the hormones, um, one of the things that will happen when our hormones are out of whack, like for instance, when we're not sleeping, cortisol raises, so stress levels are going to increase. And one of the ways that our body will try to combat stress and stressors um, is that it's going to crave more sleep. So when the kids aren't getting enough sleep, yeah, they're going to look sluggish. They're going to get cranky. So like it is, it's just this crazy, vicious cycle.
0: Well, and I, which, you know, it's like, why don't, why do I have to, why do I have to live through these things to figure them out? Why can't I just know them? I thought that sounds ridiculous, but, um, I was noticing this year, especially, you know, we commiserate on having teens and, um, teen girls in particular, but, um, it's, I was, I don't know why, but, you know, a conversation about grades or, you know, maybe something going on or whatever. I was having those. And again, here we go. I'm taking us off topic, but still it's around sleep. (laughs) But I was having these conversations before bed with my daughter. Mm -hmm. So, and then it would end up like kind of blowing up and like end up in an argument. And she was defensive. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to just like, share some insight, useful parents insight, of course, and just talk through some things. And I thought, what am I doing wrong here? And then I thought, well, maybe it's because it's right before bed and she's tired from her long day and I'm coming in asking about a grade or asking if something was turned in or what's going on with this. So I switched up, um, you know, my game, I guess, if you will, to make sure that I was not having those conversations at that time where I, where she was, you know, winding down and ready to go to bed. I felt like it was not giving, it was not allowing her to get good sleep or for me to get good sleep because it would always end up in a, you know, some type of disagreement or argument. So I, Mm -hmm. um, I shifted to have, (laughs) now I have those conversations midday.
1: (laughs) No, you know what? And I think that should be like number one. I mean, if we're going to label out what we're talking about today, I think that should be number one, because how simple is that? Right. I know. To just change right. to change how, how you're doing things as opposed to trying to change what, what they're doing.
0: So. Right. No, I, I, I just and my husband kept being like, why are you guys fighting every single night? And I'm like, well, she's just not, you know, but I'm just going along. And then, you know, light bulb moment where I'm like, well, of course I'm having this conversation at this time every day. And so I think Mm -hmm. that while I, again, I always, I've been saying, Hey, there's all these books for toddlers and potty training and what Mm -hmm. to expect when you're expecting and then you kind of get dumped off into the abyss of unknown when you get to the teenage years. Um, And so I think that those types of things, you know, knowing like kind of mapping out when the best time is to have conversations like that uh, makes so much sense. And they, again, back to those books, you hear all the time, how important the bedtime routine is, how important the winding down is for your sleep. And so it, I think it makes total sense, too, for when you move into the teen years that you still have to have some kind of routine. Maybe it's not like lullabies and bubble baths, but, you know. <laughs> Why not? I know. I wish.
1: <laughs> no, that's so true. And it's, it's funny. Um, I'm kind of seeing a pattern when we talk, we always go back to those books. Where's the book for the team? I know,
0: like, where is my guide?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Spock, where
0: are you? (laughs) Seriously. Well, what about types of foods? So I, you know, when we were having our text exchange earlier this week about Mm. what we wanted to talk about, I was thinking, you know, what should I be loading my refrigerator up with are there things that Mm -hmm. keep energy up when they need to be up and then also are there foods that help at bedtime you know Mm -hmm.
1: yeah well of course you know the easy part of it um, the foods that we should be serving for energy the first one that comes to mind for me and there's going to be so many people that are going to say oh no I can't have carbs Yes. Complex carbs. And if you want to make it super simple, like whenever I teach the little kids in kindergarten, I always say, Hey kids, if it grows from the ground or runs around, you know, vegan aside, then that's like the best food. Um, so I'm not saying breads. I'm not saying pastas. I'm not saying what a lot of people feel is a forbidden food. Um, I'm talking about the potatoes, the rice, the the quinoa, the Mm -hmm. farro, those types of complex carbs. And then of course the carbs that are going to come from our vegetables. And, you know, you can throw in like pumpkin and the squashes and things like that, that are going to give you, you know, a lot of fiber and even more nutrients that are going to play into the whole mix of how nutrients interact with each other to help different hormones release. Melatonin is one, um, So that's where I would start as far as what do I serve them? And you also want to make sure that, and this isn't just for kids, this is all of us. Um, It would be interesting, you know, if, if we're thinking about moms and dads and whoever else is living with our kids to journal how you're feeling each day and then look back at what it was that you were eating. I'm huge on journaling. And you can kind of pinpoint what it is that that's bothering you, and you want to do it for at least a week or two at the least, because you need several days because there are times that um, there's certain nutrients that will take a while to do what it needs to do and cell turnover rate and all that microscopic type of stuff. Um, and you can really see, oh, well, that week I or that those couple of days I was eating the bread and we had the pasta dinner and I thought I was feeling great, and then, in a day or two, I started feeling really sluggish. Well, that was probably it because then you'll see on another day, I had some rice and I tried the quinoa and we had the oats for breakfast, and I was feeling amazing, and I wasn't even hungry because I you know you're getting those better food options, so that would be what I would make sure that they're having, and that's just the beginning aspect of it right. um, so things that are going to help with um Sleep, foods that are high in magnesium. These ones are really big because magnesium is going to help the body to relax or the muscles to relax. And this is leafy greens. So spinach, arugula, romaine, um, nuts and seeds, bananas, salmon, legumes, um, just a cup of black beans is going to give you about 30% of your daily needs of magnesium. And that's huge. And I know that seems like a lot, but cut it in half and then eat the rest of it the next day. When I was working with super healthy kids, one of the things that I helped the uh, members to understand is that you don't want to look at just a day or two of your child's intake. And this goes for us as well. You do want to look at a week at the least So if they're going to have that cup of beans to help increase um, magnesium, then just space it out a little bit. Tempeh, soybeans, whole grains, which whole grains are exactly what I was talking about. If it's going to grow from the ground, you're going to get the best whole grains. Um, Avocados and my favorite, dark chocolate. (laughs) But you want to make sure that the dark chocolate is 70% or higher. Got it. Because if it's not, then you're getting into... The amount, like um, those semi sweet chocolate chips. I do a lot of baking, so that's why it's coming to my head.
0: I was actually (laughs) because my kids, uh, when I, they are into (sighs) painful for me, but um, they (laughs) love chocolate chips. I cannot keep them in my house and not even Mm -hmm. baked in anything. I'm talking like I have a container that I Mm -hmm. have for baking and they like to melt said chocolate chips in bowls and then dip strawberries or whatever they want to dip into the chocolate. But then I just had a big, um, I had a big sit down with the family and said, if you are choosing to melt chocolate in a bowl, you are then in charge of washing the chocolate out of the bowl because they will just set it in the sink. Um, (laughs) so this is a total tangent, but I'm glad you mentioned that those are not the dark chocolate you were talking about.
1: Yeah, cuz if you look at the ingredients um there's it, the chocolate the, the ingredients listing it's oh gosh, hello Jackie, spit it out. There's going to be the the amount of chocolate's going to be a lot less. It's not going to be as robust, I guess. Right. It's not going to be as rich. And when you it's the same thing with um, well, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to compare it to. But I, what I didn't want to forget to say is that that's actually a really great snack treat type of thing i've always been big into the dips and if it's a little bit of chocolate so they'll eat strawberries or oh my gosh raspberries are great in chocolate too
0: they are um don't don't tell them this because they're gonna continue if they're gonna wash the dish because i don't know if you've ever had let like melted chocolate sit in a dish before and not (laughs) wash it right away but it is a really joyous (laughs) to wash that out
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. You're speaking to a mini choir here, um, especially since everybody's still home. I'm not sending my kids back until the fall. Um, My my kitchen is just never cleaned. And yeah, I've become a mean mom. (laughs) I know. And hey, side note, strawberries in one medium strawberry, there's two milligrams of magnesium. I just looked it up.
0: Oh, that's wonderful.
1: Yeah, I think that's crazy. One medium strawberry, I a possible?" Like,
0: so, magnesium. That's a lot of magnesium. So, magnesium, and I just bought a pint of strawberries, and there are really big strawberries in there. So, maybe I'll just say, all right, people, everyone line up and eat one of these giant strawberries for your daily <laughs> dose. Um, so, you talk about magnesium. So, is magnesium important for sleep? It is because it helps the muscles to relax, okay,
1: so basically, if you're getting enough magnesium, which again it's a whole vicious cycle, there's more to it, but if you're depleted in magnesium, if you're deficient, it is going to be more difficult for you to to relax. Um, this is an, a nutrient that I look into. When I'm working with my clients on the substance use disorder, because many are, um, they have mental, like schizophrenia, or there's just like, or anxiety, or there's all these things. And magnesium is one of those things that I look at, you know, where are your levels of magnesium? Does, is it like a magic um, nutrient that's going to help everything? Well, no, but it's just one of those pieces to the puzzle.
0: Yeah, I know. And I've spoken openly on the podcast in the past of my battles with anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. over many years. Um, And I know that magnesium is something that doctors have, you know, preached to me. And I'd love Mm -hmm. to say that I'm super consistent in in supplements, you know, like Mm -hmm. in a vitamin form, um, not just in food. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm not always the most consistent with taking that magnesium supplement. But I do know that that always comes up in every conversation I ever have around, you know, foods that help with anxiety and depression. But it makes sense Mm -hmm. if you're talking about like being able to relax and and -hmm. those types of things. So, you know, that um, there's a supplement that
1: I actually just started using it again it's calm. That's the brand. And they have a bunch of different things. And one of them is a, it's a combination with magnesium and ashwagandha. And because I, I will, I get like the ashwagandha. It's a, it's all that like stress and anxiety and all that. So I actually get that at Whole Foods. And then when I found that it was in this little supplement, which it's it's actually a drink, but honestly it tastes like garbage, (laughs) but I still use it. And when I'm like really, when I'm just going crazy at night and all I'm thinking about is, is this melatonin really going to work for me tonight? I'll drink that. And it really does. I mean, I have to step away from the devices too, but I'll, I'll drink it. And I do feel a sense of relaxation. Hmm. So who knows?
0: Maybe well, it's just
1: the, the what's the um, placebo effect?
0: Right. I don't know. Well, and so I guess that leads me to a question. It sounds like there's a lot of ways that we can get magnesium and, and melatonin too, right? In foods. Mm-hmm. But what are you, what's your... I don't want to say your stance because that sounds very serious, but like supplements, I mean, and even supplements for kids, because I am telling you, mm-hmm. I am seeing in the vitamin aisle, I was buying probiotics for um, my 10 year old and I never saw so many like sleeping things for kids, like the melatonin mm-hmm. for kids and like easy sleep for kids. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot here. And should I be afraid or is this like a good thing that's? These things are out there. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, in my experience, um, I have used, and i I still do. i I have melatonin. I take it almost every night. Um, my son, he's kind of intermittent. it's not all the time. And with him, he's thirteen, so I give him three milligrams. And that was advice from the pediatrician. yeah, and then my daughter, I asked her as well for her because she's fifteen. Um, she takes it, she takes it often too, and that is five, five milligrams. Um I it's hard. and I had I had this conversation with one of my friends on one of my other podcasts, and I don't I don't want it to be a crutch, but I feel like there's certain times in our lives, and this being one where, if it's going to help us get over the hump, then I think it's okay. Especially if everything else we're doing as far as health goes is, is good. You know, they're actually, they are getting sleep and we know that, you know, they're in a dietitian's home, so they're getting the best food. <laughs> no, right? <Anyway. laughs> um, no, no, no. There's no perfection here. Um, that was a joke. Um, I
0: know. So
1: it's like <laughs> there's some there's there's a lot to it, and I don't I don't think that it's a bad thing. It is overwhelming and it is crazy because even when I walk into CVS, the first thing that I see on their end cap is melatonin, and I never saw it before. But is it because I'm actually using it now? You know how they say,
0: "Yeah, right." Um, right. There,
1: there's a thing with cars drive around and. Once you actually look at a white car and you want a white car, that's all you ever see. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And I don't know, did it happen after COVID? I don't know. But bottom line, check with the pediatrician. Yeah. Because for there may sure. be other things that the pediatrician wants to look at or you, you know. I always go back to my gynecologist because. Um, you know, she's going to deal with the hormones. And if there's someone that she thinks I should see besides her to look at hormones and see where things are, because she doesn't think it's normal per se, mm-hmm. then go from there.
0: I agree. I have um over the years, and I, I want to say it's hereditary because my, my grandmother was always up and down anemic, but there are times where my iron levels are really low um, and I I get regular blood work once a year and sometimes I'm fine. And sometimes they're like, whoa, lady, like you need, you know, to take us iron supplement. Um, how are you even moving around? And so I'm like, well, I, I eat a very balanced, healthy diet most days. Um, and so I don't know if I'm predisposed to it or what. But um, I do know that, like you said, if you you are seeing your kid's really struggling with sleep or you're really struggling with sleep or, you know, all of that, getting some blood work and talking mm-hmm. to your doctor is definitely, um, obviously incorporating all of these wonderful foods that we talked mm-hmm. about into your diet is a great way to to get, you know, kick-started. But I think talking to your doctor is definitely highly yeah. recommended. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. And, you know, um, because I have, I want to go over the one other nutrient too, um, but before I forget it, Think about, um, like if you want to test it, you know, for instance, my daughter doesn't use melatonin over the weekend. So do you, when do you know that it doesn't matter what time you get up the next morning and how you're going to feel? So if it is a really an issue now that I'm on, I have the weekend and I feel a little bit more relaxed is, you know, I guess kind of play around with it too before you dive into everything crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ask your doctor. And I know here with my older daughter um, with melatonin, there's just sometimes that I'm like, hey, like, how about like a melatonin? I think mm-hmm. you, I can just tell that she just hasn't had good sleep in a while yeah. or like mm-hmm. when she's, you know, going through finals and has been up late studying, getting up at, you know, for high school, they're up at 6 a.m. and out the door by 640. So it's mm-hmm. like... Uh, then I'm like, all right, you know, I think you need to get some really good sleep. And so I'm the same. Mm-hmm. I usually do like a three milligram with her and it does the trick. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So the other one is um, foods high in B vitamins because that helps to regulate tryptophan. You know, that mm-hmm. wonderful amino that's in um, Turkey um and it it helps to create serotonin and serotonin is that hormone that will induce sleep and that's going to be and this is what's really cool so i said magnesium and you'll see that there's a lot of repetition when it comes to b vitamins we have leafy greens legumes whole grains whole eggs people whole eggs it's okay to eat the yolk and that's where the tryptophan is um salmon Um, the salmon is really cool because just a three and a half ounce serving of salmon has B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, and B12. And B12 is associated with energy. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, it gives you 51% of the daily needs, um, nuts and seeds, chicken and turkey, and then some yogurt too. And yogurt's a great thing to, if you can add in some sort of, I was going to say some sort of dairy, but we all know that. Yogurt comes I in all different types: the soy, the coconut, the yep. almond, all of that. So, um, yogurt is great because you're getting also probiotics. So, it's like a lot of amazingness in all of these foods because you're getting more than just those vitamins, right? Um, and then, like I said before, with the magnesium, the B vitamins are also really important when it comes to mental health. So.
0: Yes. This I know as well. <laughs> um, I'm a B12. I'm a B12 advocate. Um, I definitely just for me personally, I know that taking a B12 supplement, um, definitely I saw a change, um, when I started mm-hmm. incorporating that again, go for the foods. I feel like if you can get, <laughs> you can get what you need out of the foods, definitely do it that way. Um, but I do take that B12 Every day, Yeah.
1: And honestly, there, there's no, like, there's no problem with doing it by supplement. Um, that's totally okay with it, with the B12, especially that is a nutrient that if you are like vegan, especially vegan, that's something that they have to watch yes. out for too. Um, because yep. it's, it's coming from those animal products. Um, but yeah. So, we're going to like jump around here. No, Back I was going to gonna say,
0: that. I, well, I was going to say <laughs> nutritional yeast. I'm a huge fan yes. of nutritional yeast and it's, there's a ton of B12 in. Yeah. Uh, yeast.
1: I, who was I talking to about that? There was somebody I was just talking to about it and, oh, it was a client. And I, I've put that on my, I've sprinkled it on mm-hmm. my egg muffins that I'll, you know, the the ones you're actually, the eggs that you whisk, you put vegetables in it and you put them in the oven so they kind of bake in the muffin tin right i'll sprinkle on um the nutritional yeast and it's it's like um parmesan cheese
0: it really is i put it in i will put it into different recipes all the time i like stuffed peppers i'm sprinkling it in there and mixing Mm -hmm. up my stuffing you know to put inside the peppers i put it in pasta sauce i put it in Eggs. I sprinkle it on popcorn. Believe me, I'm like, give me all the V12. (laughs) I'm
1: not going to be able to put it on the popcorn. My daughter loves popcorn. I feel like if I sprinkle that on, she's going to look at me and say, ew, even though it does taste amazing.
0: It is like a little gourmet treat. But I'm telling you, I started using it last year, right before the pandemic. Um, I was in California and a friend, because my husband and I were... um, eating vegan at the time and so she doesn't eat a lot of meat either Mm -hmm. and she introduced me to it and then I was like oh this is amazing I'm putting it on everything.
1: (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) So if we go back to supplements
1: we've just talked about melatonin a little bit something else too that I've recommended on several occasions is chamomile tea. Yes. um, And then also turmeric tea so turmeric is just I don't think it's so much the turmeric itself. Cause when I think of turmeric, I think of, um, anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. Yep, but it's, it's just that soothing, any kind of tea, the warmth, the, the ritual per se, um, I feel like it's going to help.
0: Yeah. And growing up, my family, um, we always had tea in the evening before bed. Oh, really? Yeah, it was... It, are you British? We are not. Are I Irish? mean, somewhere <laughs> in my mixed heritage, uh, yes, I am British. So maybe that's why. <laughs> For real? Or are you just joking? <laughs> no, I am. But I'm a really a mix of a lot of things. Um, so
1: <laughs> when, we did, when
0: I did, we did our ancestry, I'm like, wow, I am a confused cool. person. Um, but no, my parents always drink tea and they still, to this, Day drink tea. My mom likes to drink just plain black tea, mm-hmm. which some would say, like, wow, that was crazy before bed, you know? And it's interesting because when you say British, they also add a splash of milk to their tea, which so is, do I. Which is a very when I visited London um several years ago, I was like, Wow, I thought my family were the only people that added a splash of milk, but then I was there and I'm like I, it's a normal thing.
1: Yeah, I do. The only time I won't is if I'm
0: doing like the whole lemon. Yes. Like for sore throat. For cold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honey, lemon. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. But my teen, she, I have tried, I swear, I have bought every <laughs> flavor of tea and I cannot get her, I mean, she'll, she'll drink an iced tea from Starbucks of like refresher tea, but oh, gosh. To get, I know, <laughs> but it's like to get her to drink a hot tea. Has been, but she doesn't like hot like coffee either. You know, um, oh, that's so. Michaela.
1: So you're, you mean you're fifteen year old, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's totally her. Like she's dog sitting, and the lady she's dog sitting for, she's like, oh, you can use the coffee maker if you want. And Michaela told me that I go, but you don't drink hot coffee. She goes, I know, but if I want, I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: I know. I know. I wish though, because there's so many great teas out there when you, you look, um, you know, not even at the health food store anymore. It's, you can, at your regular grocery store, Publix or wherever, there's so many tea options. There's sore throat Mm -hmm. tea. There's help you sleep tea. Um, There's, you know, just teas for, (laughs) for everything. Tummy troubles and Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, there's a lot
0: of them. We could do a whole podcast episode. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) I'll make note. Uh, So,
1: and then the other thing I feel, okay, so we talked a little bit about the hormones, the nutrients that we want to look at, magnesium and B vitamins, the natural supplements, melatonin, chamomile, like different teas. Um, It's also where I feel that, um, not necessarily to. Well, yeah, I can help you sleep, but there's a lot of people that will come to me and say, "But what if I get hungry?" And even with kids, you know, as they're growing, like I've noticed this. Uh, I've noticed this with my son. He will get hungry, so we usually eat around five or six, mm-hmm. and maybe around nine. Yes.
0: Welcome to my he'll world. Start getting hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm going. And my daughter was never like that. And even still, she's not, sometimes she like, she's watching a movie, she'll grab popcorn, but she doesn't want to like, you know, eat. He wants to eat. So he has this granola cereal that he loves. Sometimes he'll put some of the flax milk that we have in there. Sometimes he won't.
0: Well, that's Um, what I was going to ask you. mm -hmm. I actually had jotted that down about bedtime snacks because I can have, I have a clear visual of my mother. Um who I love dearly, I promise. Um, She, I have a clear visual of her saying, the kitchen is closed. Like it would, you know, cause she was done. Like looking back, Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, no wonder. Because she was like, I keep doing dishes and like, you guys aren't helping. And I understand her frustration now better than I did then I have to say <laughs> um but I understood her saying like the kitchen is closed and it would be you know nine or ten at night and I'm thinking oh, I'm so hungry I want something like but now the kitchen is closed and I can't go in there I'm like I have to sneak in but my kids um granted like now the younger one is they do a lot of tennis so sometimes we're at activities in the evening. Um, dance or theater or whatever it might be. And we do also eat around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then it seems that at that time, that nine, between that nine and 10 hour, they're both kind of like, so I'm on guard where I'm like, would you like some cut up apples and peanut butter? <laughs> like I try to like get in there so that I'm offering them so that they don't go mindlessly to the pantry and just find whatever, you know, is the first thing that pops up. Um, okay, but what yeah. do you think? Bedtime snacks? Like, is, I, or is it okay so, to eat before okay, bed? But there's,
1: I, I feel like there's two different scenarios here, maybe three. One, your situation is different from what I'm talking about because if they're going out there and getting active, they could easily use like a small meal. Um, because they've, you know, you you need to replenish. They they need right. to get um. Those nutrients back, you know, protein and complex carbs, so that when they go to sleep between those hours of 10 and two, that's where a lot of that repair is going on, whether it be, you know, musculature or brain wise and all that. Those are like our important hours that we want to definitely be asleep and in REM. So they're probably legit going to need more than, not that I'm saying that it's bad, but they're going to need more than an apple and peanut butter. It may not cut it for them. Like tummy wise as far as feeling satiated, as well as like what's going on underneath the skin. Right. Right. So um, and then even with us, like for me, there are many times when everybody's done shutting down and come eight, eight thirty. That's a lot of times where I'm finding the time where I'm doing my workouts. It's not the the best time to do it. But for me, this is what works. And for me, it actually helps to decompress. It helps me to Mm -hmm. get into that sleep mode because I won't put it until closer to 11, 1130, sometimes midnight, because there may be other things that I'm trying to finish up with cleaning and, and what have you. So yeah, I will have more than just you know, a little snack, I will have like a a full shake that has everything in it that I would normally do is like maybe a meal replacement or something. Mm -hmm. So you want to think about what's going on there. Or if there's, there are many parents who will work those crazy hours and they'll come home and maybe they ate dinner while they're at work, but it's like their end of the day. So they may need a, a small, like half of a meal, so to speak. So, um, like, a. For our kids, I always say a small smoothie. So like about a third of the typical ingredients, whole grain cereal with milk, like what my son is doing. And it's, you know, it's a little bit smaller, but if it's like a whole full-blown sports event, it go like a normal breakfast. You know, If you're going to do like the whole grains and the, the milk and then a fruit or something like that, um, maybe a slice of whole grain toast and a tablespoon of peanut butter. If you want to do the... Um, the apple slices with that, that's fine too. So, in with those choices that I've given, um, those are going to have those nutrients that I talked about the magnesium and the B vitamins. So, it's also going to help to induce sleep. Um, I wouldn't go to bed, whether it's a small snack, small snack like that, or it's that what I was saying with your girls, they may really need to eat again. Um, I wouldn't go to bed right away for sure. Give yourself about an hour, if you can, a couple of hours because your body needs that time to get that digestion process started. Right.
0: Well, I think this has been amazing. I think we have shared a lot of, (laughs) as usual, like we've shared a lot of good ideas and tips and of course me going on tangents as usual. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. My <laughs> tangents are fun. Um, that's, what mom, that's what that's what the ladies
1: always do. That's what the girls always do. There's never like a, a normal, consistent, I'm going to yeah. start here and this is where we're going to end. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but I think we've covered a lot. I think it's been really helpful. Um, I know my wheels are spinning um, in my head, especially with summer coming up, which I know kind of usually like flip-flops everyone's schedules and things are happening at different Times And so mm-hmm. um, it might be a good time for me to kind of revisit some of the, some of our snacks and try to get a little more consistent on some of the things that we're eating so that I can actually, like you said, with the journaling, see, be able to notice real results from, mm-hmm. uh, from what we're doing. So, but thank right. you for joining us today. And well, thanks for having um, me. I guess before we close out, can you tell listeners where they can find and connect with you?
1: Yes. Um, super easy. Just go to JackieVega.com. And then all social stuff is there. My podcast, like I said, it's going to be revamped and that's the Busy Mom's Kitchen. Right. And um, yeah, that's the easiest way to go.
0: Awesome. Well, we will link up. We will link up to a lot of things in the show notes. Um, what we've talked about here today, share all the links and then we'll share Jackie's website as well. And I'm sure she will be back because I don't let her get too far away from me um, (laughs) as a guest (laughs) soon. (laughs) So thank you, Jackie. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. It has been a wonderful conversation. I hope everyone is going to be sleeping a little more soundly. I know I am walking away with a lot of great tips that I will be implementing as we move into these summer months. Please tell a friend and leave us a rating if you like the podcast, which I hope you do. It will only help our visibility so we can continue to create a healthier generation. If you want to talk to me direct, I'm over on our Facebook group, the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. You can follow me on my Instagram, Amanda M. Kiefer. And you can also talk to me and our team at Healthy Family Project on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, and Facebook. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.